This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Hi, Darren Babin here to tell you about AFCON 2010. We're only days away, June 21st through the 23rd in Denver, Colorado. Register right now at AFFCON2010.com. We're bringing you two amazing keynotes featuring New York Times best-selling author and social media expert Joel Com and a keynote conversation on the state of the affiliate marketing industry hosted by Jeremy Shoemaker interviewing Aaron Baker of Intrinsic Interactive. June 21st and 22nd, AFCON 2010 is bringing you two full days of non-stop sessions, a buzzing trade show floor full of exhibitors, speed networking, Plus, we cap off each night with incredible nighttime networking with WebmasterRadio.fm's annual Affiliate Bash and the PMG Superstar Affiliate Party. AFCON is almost here. June 21st through the 23rd in Denver, Colorado at the Colorado Convention Center. Register now at AFCON2010.com. That's A-F-F-C-O-N-2010.com. Come and join us in Denver, Colorado for a little mile-high marketing. We hope to see you there. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on scmsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes, uh, or all three. It sounds different every time you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And uh, one of them plays backwards, and you have to read into it. Yeah, (laughs) secret messages. Secret messages. Last week was SMX Advanced in Seattle. And like a lot of you, we're putting the pieces together. Uh, there weren't too many, only about 5,000. Um, and that's only really 100 pieces and 500 different opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 50,000, I think. I don't know. Don't, don't ask me to Let me that. see. How many hands <laughs> do I have? Lots of pieces, <laughs> lots of opinions. Um, we really sort of got this particular session to go over some of the highlights Um, my personal opinion uh, everybody goes to smx advanced to really listen to matt cuts and then to listen to everybody else argue about what matt really said i mean is that close yeah 
and drink. Oh, well, and drink. That's why yeah, people go is because we host the party. Actually, I think that's why a lot of people go. <laughs> the parties, the parties. Um, the highlight was that caffeine is life. And there were probably a few generic announcements as to what that means. And there was uh, some announcement as to, you know, increased size and speed and different relationships in the index and lots of those kinds of things were discussed. I think that uh, fundamentally people have been talking about caffeine for a while. I don't think Google announced everything they've done in caffeine. From what I hear, caffeine is basically going to make the index more fresh, more up to date. But is that is that what your feeling is? Well, the I have to see what it really means. For instance, they did say that at the time the page is spidered, within seconds it's live in the index. What they didn't say is that you're going to be spidered more often. Right. If I'm only spidered every two weeks, that doesn't make it necessarily that much fresher. Um, if what they say is you go to the add URL page and submit it, and within a minute you're live, that would be an entirely different story. But that isn't what they said. They said when they spider you, they immediately spam check you and they immediately put you in the index if you right. pass. I think that's great as a start. Yeah, they did indicate that places that they see updates more often, they will go back to more often. So a blog that updates every day will get spidered more often than a web page that never changes. So, which makes sense. Yeah. It's logical. But let me tell you what it means for SEOs. It means I can take a page and change it, get it spidered, see how it ranks and change it, get it spidered, see how it ranks and change it, get it spidered, see how it ranks and change it. That sounds so much, familiar. Much <laughs> like the old InfoSeq days. And if Google will actually keep spidering me every time I change it or submit it, I am going to use this instant indexing as my lab. And you can expect Google's going to see a whole lot of tweaking submission indexing, tweaking submission indexing. It gives people that are doing SEO an opportunity to more readily see the cause and effect of an individual change. If I can do what I used to do with InfoSeq, which is get 50 changes a day, maybe even an hour in, but easily 50 changes a day in, with some planning and thought and rewriting and uploading and submission and indexing, if I can get in that, SEO is going to be a lot easier because I'm just going to hammer on it until I find out what it takes. And I don't think that was the intent of Google. No, I wouldn't think so. But how would you get that forced crawl? Well, we haven't figured it out yet. But if it is go do the add URL page and they're going to crawl us, all I need is some sort of monitor that says you're now in there, and I change it again. Yeah. And then I change it again. And if it crawls even, me... Yeah, maybe not even the add URL page, but resubmitting your sitemap, your external sitemap. Don't get me wrong. Google still has a trillion pages. I don't think there's enough SEOs changing enough pages to upset everything. But it will cause the pages to appear to be changed more frequently than if you had to wait for the whole prior process. It isn't clear what's going to happen with that. 
But yeah, if if they spider your page and they put it in that part, yeah, that's fresher. But if they only spider your page every two weeks, it's going to take them a while to spider you every two minutes. And I I'm not sure freshness. Um, you know, quality deserves. You know, freshness is great. I think freshness deserves ranking. Is really what they're talking about. <laughs> Uh, by the time the SEOs have changed it 100,000 times, um, that's where I think it's going to be. There's a lot of other things in caffeine, though, other than instantaneous indexing. I think that, uh, well, obviously they've increased their storage capacity. I think that they have new relationships that they never had in the index before, so they've restructured the index. That's going to give you some performance increase. That's also going to give you access to more data elements that otherwise would not be core indexed content. I don't think they're going to add additional index elements. There's 200 now. That's all they really care about. Um, I think that they have an opportunity to finally turn on all of the video index elements and the maps and the things that are engaging objects and the things that are fresh objects. They do have an opportunity to do that. And, and there was a lot of talk about metadata, like the actual definition of meta, as in things that surround a particular page, and how they're going to be, how they can make those connections much more easily now and and feed all those things in. So it's not just, oh, you linked with this to this page with this anchor text, and you are this page. Now it's, and we can kind of see the halo of it and understand everything about what all of these external things are actually saying about this page that is being linked to, et cetera. And that I, I think is is really kind of like you were saying, more of that 200 elements really coming alive. They're doing a lot more um, like granular analysis of it and, and really being able to understand it better. That's what I understood. Uh, also mentioned Mayday was mentioned. I think we have to understand that long tail, many people lost long tail. Um, there were a number of people that commented that it has to do with how far you are from a main entry point. I think how far you are from the entry point is perhaps indicative of a more rapid um, decrease in past page rank. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has to do with, oh, you're three jumps away, therefore you're not relevant to the query. I think it's just that the way they're changing page rank, maybe. My personal opinion is that accidental long tail doesn't count as much. Right. I think if if you had it on your page one time, why should you be in the top ten? Right, right, which is what we talked about when we were first starting to talk about Mayday was was that idea that if you intended the page to be about that, you probably still rank for it. If you didn't intend for the page to be about that, and it's not really about that, you probably don't rank for it anymore. Right. So which I, makes sense. I think it's more of an algorithm change, which is what they've been saying. Right. And the portion of the algorithm, while it could have been how far are you from a homepage, mm-hmm. I don't think that's nearly as relevant as um, whether you meant to be writing about it. Yeah. From, from what Matt said, it was really a raising the bar kind of thing. It was like, okay, you had to be this good to enter, and now you have to be this good to enter. And, you know, it's, it's just a couple of jumps up and... You were doing okay before, but look, barely scraping by is no longer scraping by. You have to step up your game. Everybody's barely scraping by. No, I I think that one of the things that's a hybrid here is uh, the long tail could be dynamically built by consecutive disjoint queries. 
So I search for item A, then I do another search for something else, then I do another search for something else, and they can combine them. I wouldn't put it past caffeine to actually be keeping track of many, many people who search for this searched for that and to start forming relationships in the index, not just at the time of the query. So there's all sorts of options here. Yeah, yeah. Google was definitely the big news of the week, but we are going to spend some time talking about Bing and all their updates announced next week on the show. But for now, uh, it's time for a quick break. Stay right there or come on in the chat room if you can. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia. Strong ROI made simple. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link-building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and right now I am joined by Kate Gardner, the social media director of PBS's NewsHour program. Thanks very much for coming on the show, Kate. Thanks for having me, Virginia. So uh, I invited you on the show because we're actually friends on Facebook, and you're always posting these updates that I'm like, hey... I want to know how to do that because 
Certainly. Uh, I work on our Facebook fan page here, but you have been talking about using the analytics tools with Facebook. And it sounds like you're getting a lot of great insights from them. And I figured that I'm probably not the only one that doesn't know exactly all the uh, options and power behind these tools. Um, but basically, I guess let's back it up for a second. Um, PBS's NewsHour is a long-running program, um, but recently they've kind of gone through a media makeover. And that's true. Um, back December, the first week of December of last year, so December something uh, six, two thousand nine ish, we did our final show as the former program, which is the NewsHour with Jim Lair, and we swapped over to being the PBS NewsHour. Um, which was a shift in branding, in part because um, we were recognizing the way media has changed, finally, um, and making the website something more of a priority. So limiting it to just the voice of one person or limiting any part of the brand uh, was a consideration. And also, I mean, Jim, while he doesn't seem to be retiring anytime soon, um, could retire and at you know, his, his age, he's been with the show for all of his 34 years. He was the founder. Um, he could leave. And if he were to do that, it is much easier to have a show that doesn't have a name attached to it. So anyway, we're the PBS news hour now, um, which has the interesting dynamic in that we took the online team out of its across the way, um, location. We were in two buildings um, and we took online out of administrative which is where it was functioning mostly as a content library and brought it across the street to the broadcast studio so we're all kind of really crammed into this tiny little newsroom um, and working side by side with people who are working in either medium, who are working in online video, audio and print production and we're working with the people on the show of course. Um, and the online staff is only about 20-ish people, uh, depending on the day. And the broadcast staff is significantly larger than that. Um, but, you know, we've been having great success of late, mostly because of our oil spill cam. Um, mm-hmm. I've been with the show since February. I was the first uh, hire they've had specifically looking at audience engagement, social media, um, and also some analytics stuff, as well as figuring out new places for the brand to go online, um, which has been fun. And that's kind of how I got into playing with our Facebook analytics. Um, I've always, I've managed several uh, different Facebook pages over the long term, uh, mostly for other sites that I've worked on. I've only worked in, <laughs> oddly, uh, nonprofit media, um, and so working on this, I was like, well, let's see what we can do with our Facebook page. So initially what we was uh, just making the content sharing regular. Um, before, it was sort of at whim when a staff member thought of doing it um, with pieces that we thought might work online. Um, and now we do it pretty much by the clock every hour, um, which mm-hmm. does have a significant impact directly on the analytics. Um, and then, so what are, go ahead. What are the goals when you're um, posting to social profiles like fan uh, Facebook? You mentioned that when they brought you in, they were really looking to get more engagement. So are you looking at, because I was doing a cursory kind of overview of the Facebook uh, 
page and are you looking at interactions? Are you looking at getting more fans? Are you looking at getting those higher post quality ratings? Um, we're looking at a variety of things. First of all, we're looking at more fans. Um, we get, you know, if you were to compare Facebook and Twitter, which is almost not even a comparison, but if you were to do so, you would notice that the ROI on a Twitter post per your Google Analytics is pretty low. Um, no matter how many likes you share on Twitter and how frequently you do it, um, you know, I think the most click-throughs we've ever had on something um, is around... I don't less than 5,000, um, more than 1,000, but somewhere in there. Um, and that's even when we work in tandem with PBS, which has more than 200, you know, I don't even know how many followers they have. They have more than 250,000 fans. Um, and so you look at that, and our ROI on a Facebook post, on the other hand, is very, very clear through the Facebook insights. And also just on, if we go to the, again to the other end and look at Google Analytics, um, we got in the same, I just looked at our June numbers. So in the same period of time for the 800 or 900 clicks-throughs on Twitter, um, we ended up with something like uh, 30,000 click-throughs on Facebook. And um, part of that is because of our drive right now with the spill cam and uh, with the very successful, successful plan that we've been doing with Google, YouTube, NPR, and Ustream. Um, but the other half of it is this uh, the focus on engaging those numbers. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there, Virginia. Um, but I think the goal for me is to have a number that I can take to our corporate staff and say, okay, we can monetize these people by doing this. It is worth us getting these click-throughs through social media because we can't get them any other way. Um, these are the committed brand loyalists. These are the people who come back to us every day or every hour. You know, we, we of course, have those fans that post on every post. Um, and those people really enjoy talking to the brand. Um, and since we're a public media entity... It's a little bit different, you know. We're not as focused on that constant page views number. Um, we obviously are very attracted to our page views number, but we almost get paid in advance for whatever we anticipate being able to do. So because we're grant-funded from a lot of our special projects, um, it's more, this is what we did last time, and if you give us more money, uh, this is what we can do in the future, whereas a lot of for-profit companies are going to be looking at it the other way. If we invest in this, then we will get this. Um, so <laughs> when you say you were the first person to kind of do social media for this uh, for your organization in a formal way, you've mm -hmm. come in and I see you talk about um, your uh, news hour on your personal channels quite often. So mm -hmm. is that like a strategy for promoting the brand? Obviously, um, I'm sure you work both under the guise of the brand as well as personal. And what's the... I like to have those two things very tied together, um, partially because it's, I would much rather answer some of the questions that we get via Facebook and NewsHour as myself, um, just so that it, it, I kind of like that Oz thing, um, you know, meeting the Wizard of Oz versus, you know, existing as the Wizard of Oz, um, it, the, the, the curtain is something that public media really has ever kept up, um, mm -hmm. and, 
depending on how you look at it, um, it's just better for me in the long run as well. Um, as I look to further my career, um, I came to look at statistics here and to get the statistics. And the more I talk about the statistics, the more people are aware of the way engagement is working for a public media entity. And it, uh, in the long term, it'll make my job a lot easier because if we work with stations or with, if we work with um, other, you know, I'm, I'm really big in working with other people's audiences because our content is free for use. We can do whatever the heck we want with it. It's all creative commons. Um, at least online. And um, so I want it as many places as possible. And if I talk about how successful, for example, our widget is, um, then other brands are aware of it and other news entities are aware of it. And because of our reputation, where we have the unbiased, consistent content production um, that can be trusted and that is is built on this editorial foundation, um, that that ultimately drives more traffic to us, and then again we can get back to the underwriters and build more of a brand that way. So you know it, it's a circle for us in that building the engagement builds the awareness, builds all of those parts that can help us to get more money to do the things that we're good at, which is producing good, really unbiased, really centralized content that we want other entities to know about and use, and ultimately also to inform the general audience as well. Um, so but. you mentioned Facebook sounds like it's really working for you. Twitter yes. has a whole different kind of purpose and set of goals. And then you also said that you're keeping on the lookout for new channels. Mm-hmm. Have, you, uh, have you found anything that you might suggest other people be looking at? Um, we use StumbleUpon specifically to share graphics. Uh, since we have an interactive graphics team and a data team, um, we've discovered that StumbleUpon and Dig and Reddit and Slashdot um, are all great forums for specific toys. Um, mm-hmm. since, since we're building a lot with widgets and building a lot of things in iframes, <laughs> despite their uh, other qualities, um, it, it's, it's a great tool for discovery. Uh, for us, because of the static imagery, you know, if you don't have text involved, Google isn't going to be as useful to you as anything else. Um, and then uh, to build our referral links, this widget has been magical. Um, I cannot say enough about widgets. Uh, if you don't build widgets, build widgets. <laughs> it's so worth it. Um, it just, I mean, our page rank went up from a 7 to an 8. Um, we've had more than, we're at 6,700 inbounds to just the page that the widget is housed on. Um, and our site traffic is more than quadrupled, um, all on account of having one of the more stable spill cams and uh, just thinking of new places to put it and new ways to reach out using it. Um, Plus, it also it, it, the fun part about the widget is if you couple it with Chartbeat, uh, which is a real time social media a real time social media and analytics tool. Um, you see a lot of how other people's traffic is doing over the course of the day, and it's a great way to see um, see into other people's. Um, perhaps less public environments. So, for example, the widget is currently on um, many, many AOL news oil pages. And using Chartbeat, we know sort of how many people are looking at it at that time. And then we get to play with, well, if it's working on AOL, what other sites are, is, what other big name sites could we try for, you know? 
it's just fun for us. I mean, everybody else would have issues trying to figure out how to monetize it, how, how people are trying to do all that stuff. And, you know, we're using it to shape future projects, um, but it, we're not turning it over into a dollar for dollar thing in quite the same way um, as somebody else might. Um, considering how new how new your social media program is there at News Hour, mm-hmm. it's very interesting to see how um, nuanced and involved and mature it really is. So I encourage people to go to Facebook to Facebook dot com slash News Hour to just check out a little bit about what Kate has been up to, and you can also contact Kate on Twitter, Kate Gardener, K A T E G A R D I N. ER, or read more about uh, fascinating and really wide-ranging insights from politics to marketing to cute animals over at posterous.kategardner.com. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Kate. <laughs> Thank you, Virginia. All right. After the break, we're going to be taking a look at some recent SEM headlines. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm here with Susan and Paula. And today we spent some time looking at news coming out of last week's SMX Advanced conference, but those aren't the only search headlines that uh, have been coming up. So I guess I thought we would just review some of the more interesting ones. 
It's never too early to start thinking back to school or at least your season. Certainly for PPC, you should already be talking about it because it's always a good idea to get your campaign started early. It's just like, you know, starting to think about Christmas. It's the time to do it is a few months ahead of time. Start working on that now so that when people really start doing the searches, you've already got the longevity and everything set up and ready to go. So the news about back to school, I guess, is that queries for back to school increased 15% in popularity compared to the same period in 2008. That's quite a bit. I guess just, you know, it just reflects that more people are going online for their shopping needs. Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly as um, the Internet generation gets older, you know, they start graduating high school. And so they're going to start thinking about back to school, like, as they're graduating, right? My cousins um, literally just graduated last week, and they were already talking about what they were enrolling in for the fall semester, their very first semester, you know. And so... It certainly makes sense to me that it's not just that more people are getting online, it's that the younger generation is so, so geared toward online that it never occurs to them to do anything else. You know, we are always talking about how Bing really has their maps act mm-hmm. together. Yeah, they do. Um, now they're letting uh, developers create mashups and apps for maps. Yeah, yeah, they they've all they've had a little bit themselves that they've been making, but they haven't really pushed that feature. They don't push their maps features nearly enough, but they they haven't really been pushing this feature, but they've been overlaying information over their maps. And now they're opening it up to developers to do the same thing. I haven't tried out the Facebook one which they released this week, I think. Maybe it was last week at SMX. They certainly had quite a few announcements themselves. But um, I guess now you can import all your friends' data and then look at that on maps. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, that is a little creepy. <laughs> I don't think I want that one. I would rather know where all of the good sushi places are. That would be much more helpful to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know where my friends are. Um, yeah, and, and uh, they're, they, you know, they've released this new SDK for the developers. Software Development Kit. They also, along with that, released two examples and one of them is like a restaurant right. thing i think mm-hmm. sushi yeah See? that's what i said See? far more sushi. useful it's perfect um yeah so they're doing cool things and other things are cool what's really cool i'm very excited what blue glass la the new conference brand new conference we we finally get a good conference here in LA. Seriously, why isn't there a good conference in LA? Like, why is it taking this long? We all live here. I mean, there's so many search marketers who live in the Southern California. That's probably why nobody wants to have a conference here. Nobody. What's the fun of that? Yeah. Nobody wants to have a conference in their backyard. I like having conferences in my backyard. I can drive down in the morning, stay overnight, <laughs> drive back the next day. Awesome. Perfect. Um, Virginia and I will be going to that one. I'm very excited about that. Oh, that's very soon. Yeah, it is. It's next month. Yeah, July 19th and 20th. You can find out more by going to blueglass.com. Check out the L.A. conference there. And it's being put on by the people that brought us um, Search and Social Spring Summit along with 1020. Um, So I've never been to that conference, but I know you speak very highly of it. Yeah, yeah. I I missed uh, the Search and Social Spring Summit this year, but I did go to um, Internet Marketing Spring Break, which was what it was called the year before, 
um, out in Florida. And it was really just an amazing conference and amazing networking opportunities, really amazing knowledge transfer opportunities because you just sit around and talk about what the presenters have just talked about. And it really gets hmm. um, really gets nitty gritty. And people are really open about sharing, you know, how they do things and where and where they get their ideas. And it's a, a really, really great conference. It's a very small conference, but it is, you know, it's just so packed full of, of good information. Then they party every night. What do you think internet marketers are thinking about uh, the Department of Labor's trying to classify what search marketers do? Well, I think it's a good thing that Sempo got involved early. Um, the article was saying that originally the Department of Labor was going to just call us as a subcategory of e-commerce specialist. And so Sempo mm. was able to go in there and say, no, 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 search marketing is really not part of e-commerce. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different. Yes. A little bit different. But you can always contribute to the... Uh, the, the survey and research. Right, the survey and the research by going to bit.ly. This is a little complicated. Yeah. <laughs> bit.ly slash capital S search dash capital S, capital O, capital C. And bit.ly is case sensitive so make sure that that's a capital s on search and capital s capital o capital c i guess they do this with lots of different uh professions yeah, well it's a good way of doing it is asking the people who are actually involved um in order to answer the survey you do have to work for a u.s company because they're the department of labor for united states mm -hmm. so i'm sorry but if you're not u.s you don't count um, and you, they would like you to have more than five years of search experience, mm -hmm. um, which there are a lot more of nowadays than, than there were, like, when I started five and a half years ago. <laughs> That's right. And you'll get $40 for filling out the questionnaire. Really? Yes. Really? I missed yes. that part. That was the last line of the article. Where was my $40? <laughs> That's kind of cool. Um, I guess before we close out, I'll just say that Tomorrow, we're going to be holding the rebroadcast uh, back by popular demand of Bruce's presentation, SEO for Large Organizations. That's going to be at 1 Eastern time over at searchmarketingnow.com. Mm -hmm. And that's a free webcast. Yeah. And um, yeah, we had a whole bunch of people sign up for it the first time, and they're going to do it again. And with that, we are all done for this week's show. So thank you to Webmaster Radio for producing the show. Thanks, Kate Gardner, for being our guest this week. Check out scmsynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics. And you can follow us on Twitter at scmsynergy. If you have inter internet marketing questions or anything you want to hear about on the show, send us an email at scmsynergy at bruceclay.com or pipe up in the chat room. Come back next week for more industry info and experts. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.